Welcome to Oilfield Talk. My name is Trey Falk, and I'm host of Oilfield Talk podcast. We want to speak with workers from all other aspects of the oil and gas industry and allow them the outlet to tell some crazy, amazing stories you just wouldn't believe are true. Not just the wildcats, the drillers, the roughnecks, the roustabouts, but the land-based offshore drilling operations, service companies, vendors, third-party personnel, production, transportation, all aspects of the industry that provide expertise throughout the oil field industry. But each of these have many, many hilarious stories to share about their time in the oil patch. I have no doubt that we will be able to share entertaining stories or tell tall tales that anyone who works in the industry will appreciate and get a hearty laugh while listening. But this is also going to be a family podcast. We'll be able to invite our families at home to listen. Although they won't believe half the stories we share, they may have a couple of dozen questions. Maybe it will give them and everyone a greater appreciation of the jobs we have in the oil field and why we enjoy our oil field family for half a year. So please take an hour or so out of your day. Give a listen to the Oil Field Talk podcast. Hope you enjoy the stories as much as I enjoy bringing them to you. How did the podcast come about? While at work offshore in late 2022, a group of us was sitting outside the living quarters talking to one old timer was telling a story from 1492, or so we like to tease him. One thing is, he's good at telling a story. Everybody's listening intently and laughed at the punchline. Reminded me of the good old days where we learned about the oil field from those who had lived it, as they told stories or tall tales that would entertain, teach, and mesmerize those listening. Then an hour later, I went back outside to the same area. A dozen people were sitting around on benches, all looking at their iPhones. While they scrolled, liked, listened, watched, talk-ticked, and book-faced, not a single person was talking to anyone else. They were all alone in their phone bubble. Right then, I knew the rich history, crazy stories, important learning points, not to mention a million jokes that are happening, are soon to be lost on this generation coming into the oil field. Before the iPhone, social media separated us from ourselves, friends, and family. I wanted to find a way to capture and share the rich history, those crazy stories starting out with the old-timers, retirees, who lived through some of the most amazing times in the oil patch, but to also include all of the facets of the oil field, because we all enjoy a good story. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee or your favorite beverage, have a listen to our Oil Field Talk podcast and the amazing stories I'm sure we'll entertain. Welcome to Oilfield Talk. I'm back in New Iberia, Louisiana, at my cousin's house, currently recording in his yard. He's uh, graciously allowed me to connect my trailer and power to his house and get the podcast trailer cooled down and do a little recording. Unfortunately, yesterday I had everything set up. He got home from work and there was a very large thunderstorm going on, raindrop dropping all over the roof, was creating way too much noise. So we were also grilling steaks, waiting for the rain. Unfortunately, wasn't able to record my cousin because of the rain. The background noise was just way too much. Ended up eating, having a little wine, and chatting with family. 
The other reason I came to Lafayette area was to attend the Rig Zone Oil and Gas Fair that was held yesterday. I reached out to them and asked if I could attend, walk around, just kind of be present. Kind of like I told them, I wasn't trying to advertise necessarily, but I just wanted to get the word out about the podcast. That was my first oil and gas job fair. I had never seen that before, and I was really impressed with the way not only it was set up, but all the companies that were represented, they, they had their tables set up, absolutely knew exactly what they were doing, and there was quite the turnout. I was surprised at how many people showed up to give their resume to look for a job in the oil and gas field. One of the things I personally enjoyed about it more than anything was the interactions with the people. I met several people who had never been in the oil field before who were trying to break in. They really didn't know what they were looking for. They didn't know what they were trying to do. They didn't know the process. So I did my best to lend a little bit of experience, guidance, suggestions to those that were interested in the industry. Hopefully in the future, I'll be able to attend other oil and gas events, not only job fairs, rig zone may put on, but I'd like to also go to any of the oil and gas shows. The big shows have no idea how that works. I'll be looking into that. I think it would be fun to set up, let everybody see the studio, the trailer, hopefully record some people if they're interested. While at the Lafayette event, I met several people who were interested. They took my contact information. Hopefully they'll reach back out in the future and we'll be able to set up some recordings. One gentleman I met, he'd been in the industry a long time. We were talking. I showed him the podcast. I explained everything. He didn't understand what a podcast was. Downloaded the, the app for him, the Apple Podcast app. Showed him how to use it. So hopefully he's a new listener. Strangely enough, he actually lives in New Iberia, probably not far from where I'm sitting. I tried to get an interview with him. We'll see. I really did enjoy myself yesterday at the Rig Zone event. Looking forward to any other future events. One I've talked about regularly is the Oil and Gas Shrimp Festival down in Morgan City. I'm looking forward to that. Don't know the dates. Haven't looked it up yet. But hopefully I'll be in town or be available to go down. Surely there'll be a lot of oil field hands. Hopefully be able to find some people that would like to record. Trailer lights. Guess what? Thought I had them all fixed. Found where a screw had gone through the cable. Knew that must have been where the problem was replace that section of cable, trailer light still won't work. Anybody out there that's ever chased an electrical short or an electrical problem, I'm sure you can appreciate the frustration. I've spent hours tracing, checking, testing, trying to figure out exactly what the problem is. I've decided I've got one more six-foot section of cable. I've visually looked at it, but my guess is that the damage can't be seen easily. It's, it's understandable. It's got that outside sheathing on it. That sheathing really closes up tight, so it's hard to see. Can't feel anything after I replace that six-foot section. If I still have problems, I don't know. I'm looking at a complete rewire, and I don't know. It's, that's going to be another nightmare. That's just another one of those issues, those technical difficulties Unfortunately, the podcast has been plagued with technical difficulties for the last couple of weeks. It's been a very large challenge. I had computer laptop issues that I dealt with Dell for actually the last couple of months. It was an ongoing, persistent problem. They just weren't sure exactly how to fix, correct. They actually came out and changed the motherboard. I mean, it was that drastic. 
At the end of the day, I think it's fixed. Hopefully it's done. The laptop has all of my post-production software in it, so I haven't been able to do any processing. Hopefully that's in the past. The other thing is some of the other difficulties have been with getting the guests, you know, timed correctly to record. Just like for my cuz, everything was set up. We had a great plan, and Mother Nature kicks in and rains on our parade. I missed another opportunity to make a recording, to have a guest on tape and be able to do the post-production and obviously create podcasts. That's not the only one. I had a couple of other people this side of the Chafalaya Basin who I hoped would be able to record. They were interested. They were set up. And just a domino of events. One of the guy's uh, wives fell sick, and he obviously had to take care of family. Some of the other people just were unavailable for a variety of reasons. So even though I traveled to the west side of the Atchafalaya Basin for the oil and gas job fair, I was unable to get any new audio recorded. Unfortunately, I'm behind the curve, or at least behind the curve that I had in mind. It kind of builds on itself. I kind of explained some of this in the rig party episode. Going somewhere and thinking you're going to get three or four recordings and come away with none, that's like having three or four weeks of content or not, not weeks, but three or four episodes of content in the bank would theoretically give you a month of content that you would be able to process, drop, you know, once every two weeks, give you another two weeks, you'd be ahead. You'd have already pre-recorded content. I'm not at that point yet. I need to get some more content recorded so that I'm able to make those drops on a regular basis. So apologies to everybody that's listening out there for not having fresh new content. Hopefully you understand the reason, and if I can get some people, I think that once I get some people recorded and I do get that little bit of gap to help out, it's going to go a lot smoother. Anyone that's out there that's listening that's interested in recording, obviously please reach out. You can contact me through the oilfieldtalk.com website. We'll try to figure out a good day or time to connect and be able to make a recording. Something I haven't done yet, but I'm definitely looking into the process, is remote recording. And what I mean by that, I personally would prefer the face-to-face contact because that's where you actually interact with people, you see people, you get the body language. But there's so many people all around the world, it's difficult to reach out. You definitely can't take the trailer everywhere. And for a multitude of reasons, I'm going to need to be able to record through computers or over the internet. So I am looking into that technology doing my research, that may give us another avenue to be able to connect more quickly, get more recordings in, and then use the trailer in live events whenever possible. I did get a new piece of equipment that I'm actually using right now to record. Still haven't figured out all its bells and whistles. Hopefully this recording will be clear enough, usable. I'll be able to do the post-production on it. I still have a lot of learning to do with that equipment and as well as the uh, post-production equipment. But it sure has been fun trying to figure this all out. I'll be back over in the Lafayette area next month. Got a school I need to go to. Going to bring the trailer. Got a couple other Lafayette friends on the north side up around Scott and Rain. I'll reach out to them if there's anybody out there that would like to record in the Lafayette area around the 9th of October through the 13th. So that's Monday through Friday, the 9th of October through the 13th of October. Please reach out. Let me know. That'll give me four or five days of afternoons and evenings I'll be able to make recordings. Whether or not you come to me or I come to you, 
we can work that out ahead of time. So please, anybody out there that's interested, reach out, let me know. We'll definitely figure out a way to get together and get you on tape. Today, after I pack up and I'm headed home, I'm going to reach out to a couple of other friends who've shown interest, not sure if they're home, not sure if they're available. See if I can't set up some recording for either the weekend or coming up next week. I'll be heading over to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. I'll be attending the Guns N' Roses concert there at the Coliseum. And I have a couple of other friends over in the Biloxi, Pascagoula area. Hopefully they'll be interested to record as well. Guess I'll go ahead and wrap up this uh, short session. Just wanted to put a little explanation out there, where I've been, what I've been doing. I have been working it. All right, I'm gonna wrap it up for now. I need to pack the trailer up and head home. Y'all have a great day. Nomad Mobile Productions is a broadcasting and media production company that produces podcasts and provides a mobile podcast studio complete with audio and video recording equipment. We also offer post-production processing, editing, marketing, and publication for podcasts. Our mobile production studio will come to you. Visit our webpage, nomadmobileproductions.com, or our Facebook. Thank you.